host and the podcast producer. The Method to the Madness is a podcast about all things physical fitness and wellness. Purpose of this podcast is to go over what works and why it may work in fitness and what may not work and why. Hence the name, The Method to the Madness. So let's get into today's topic, which is specificity. Specificity is one of the principles of physical fitness. And in this industry, we like to use the principles because we believe it's important to really have a foundation for what we're trying to do. And the seven principles are, and pay attention because all week I'm going to be going over them. Today, as I said, is going to be specificity, but I'm going to cover all these principles all week. So be prepared to take notes. We have specificity. We have overload. We have the principle of progression, the principle of retrogression, the principle of periodization, the principle of individuality, and the principle of recuperation. Again, I'm going to go over in detail, one per day. But let me define these a little bit for you, just because they're so important. And the method to the madness is all about why things work, why things may not work, because you have the wrong idea about them. So the principles really help us get to that. So I'm going to go over specificity in detail, so I'll hold off on that one. But overload essentially means that we always have to stress a little bit further than we've stressed before if we're going to see results. Principle of progression means there is a method to the madness when we make progress. In other words, we shouldn't be going from one mile to two miles when we run. The build should be nice and slow, ideally around 10%. So there's a principle to this. The principle of retrogression essentially means use it or lose it. If you're not working out, you're going to lose those gains. That's the principle of retrogression. Principle of periodization is essentially change. It means there's a period for different types of training that we should always be kind of going with the seasons when we train. Even if you don't have a sports season, we should always be working on different things. Principle of individuality means everybody's different. You can't have a one-size-fits-all program for physical fitness. And finally, the principle of recuperation means with every bout of work, you need a bout of rest, that the body just cannot continue to go on and on and on. And there needs to be a balance, and there's a lot of data on how to do it. That's the principle of recuperation. Specificity is today's principle. I don't know why I picked it first. It's not the most important. They're all equally important. I just think it's been on my mind lately because I watch how many, so many people, how they train. And um, they, they're kind of like going all the way around the world, so to say, when all they had to do was turn around. Like things aren't that complicated. Specificity means that in order to improve a certain area, you have to train that area. Now, I'm thankful there's a big science in exercise physiology. I got my master's degree in exercise physiology, so there is a lot of science 
there's a lot more science than I know. There's just a ton of science, but I can say that because of that, there's also a lot of abuse of science. People will take some studies or some topics and they'll really kind of like overdo them and overthink them, which makes reaching their goals just a lot more complicated than it has to be. And I have my first degree in psychology, so you know I, I like to ponder on why that could be. And sometimes it's easier to plan to get to work than to get to work. So sometimes it's just as simple as that. And I'm sure I'm guilty of that at times that, you know, well, you know, let me continue to think about this and think about this rather than do what I know I just need to do, fight off that resistance of rust or laziness or procrastination or, in my case, perfectionism. It's got to be perfect before I start. You know, that's, that's a vice. That's not a good thing. And plan, plan, plan. So that's where I believe specificity gets taken too far. Or I shouldn't say specificity gets taken too far because it's simply a principle that's a fact. It's we kind of like use it in areas that it's like, come on, man, you're, you're overthinking this. So, for example, if somebody wants to become a better runner, they need to run. If somebody wants to improve their pull-ups, they need to do pull-ups. If somebody wants to improve their one rep maximum on a bench press or a squat, they need to do the bench press and squat, and they need to do them heavy with heavy loads, getting close to that one rep, because it's all specific. Not just the exercise, but the energy system, which means the rep amount, the load, all that's very specific. Now, where this has like a deep meaning in the world of fitness is you can't improve your running by cycling. You can't improve your swimming by doing what a lot of coaches have their athletes do, dry land training. In other words, a lot of gym work. Now, that work can supplement the work in the pool, but it's not going to make you a better swimmer. It could lead to more upper body strength and even more importantly, injury prevention, hopefully by working on imbalances, which will enable that person to spend more time in the pool because that is where the results are going to come from. So a lot of times you'll see people out there maybe get hurt from their running and say, well, I'm going to maintain my running on the exercise bike, or I'm going to start cycling. That That's great. You absolutely can maintain your fitness and your cardiovascular system and your health, which is the most important thing, right? You're able to do something to replace the exercise that you were doing, which is what cross-training was all about. But you can't cross-train yourself into a better runner by cycling. If anything, for those people who have reached great gains in running, it's counterproductive to bike too much. It'll actually hurt that cycling. So that's what I do here at the Method to the Madness. Why? Why? Like, why doesn't cycling help my running? Well, they're two different things. They're slightly the same muscle groups, slightly. 
They both use their quads, although cycling uses more quads than running. They both use hamstrings, although running uses far more hamstring than cycling. They kind of both use their glutes, but neither one that much. So the muscle groups are pretty much the only thing they have in common. It's not the same as far as the way the muscles are recruited. So muscles get recruited by use and the type of activity you're doing. So it's not the same in the level of recruitment. One of them is weight-bearing, the other is non-weight-bearing. And they're just simply different neuromuscular actions. They can share the same energy system, meaning both are aerobic and both can be anaerobic. In other words, you can sprint on the track and that's an anaerobic activity. You can sprint on a bicycle and that's an anaerobic activity. But other than that, that's where all of the characteristics end as far as being the same. So they are different activities, okay? Now, sports specificity also tells us, again, don't overthink these things. If you want to get better at it, get as specific as you can to the activity, and then you'll have to follow the other principles of physical fitness, but get as specific as you can to the activity to try to make yourself better. So in other words, let's take running. The 5K is the most popular event for people to do because the elite can do it and run it super fast and people just starting out learning how to run and walk and all that can do it and feel good about themselves. So it is a very common physical fitness event. Great thing, great to get you into a healthy lifestyle, I believe. Now the 5K is five kilometers, so that's 3.12-ish miles, so 3.1 essentially miles. To get better at it, you have to take the principle of specificity. So we need to be able to cover that distance of five kilometers, but we don't need to train that much beyond. And according to the principle of specificity, you don't have to train beyond it at all. And this particular topic, I want to stay on this topic so I can get into why it might be better to do slightly longer miles. Slightly could potentially be, but according to the specificity, that's not true. We need to be able to simply cover those miles. And if we want to get faster at those miles, we have to match the intensity of what we want to improve. So I talked about the duration. It needs to be specific to what you're trying to accomplish. Then the goal times after somebody has reached a certain point of speed, they get goal times of what they want to run. So they're going to get better by getting up into that intensity that they need to be at to get better. So most experts believe that you run a 5K when you run it for your best time as somewhere between 90 and 100% of your max VO2 and or max heart rate. So that's high, that's full. We call that a red line activity. So that means to train for that, you have to spend time at that intensity. Sports specificity says, you're not going to be able to endure 90 to 100% of your maximum VO2 or heart rate if you're spending most of your time at 70%. You're just 
not going to be able to do it. Your fitness will not be there. Now, again, because of the scope of this podcast, the specificity, I don't want to like, you know, um, lose the lose the trees through the forest. In other words, this could be very, very murky, and I'm trying to focus on one tree here, specificity. Um, no, we don't want to do every run all out at 90% because that is going to really become a problem, which the principle of recuperation, I will talk about that because that takes a stress on your system. And if you're always doing that, you're not going to recover very well. You could potentially get over, you know, most likely will get overuse injuries if you tried to do that every day, of course. And you can also get your overall system fatigue. So the principle of recuperation says, well, you can't do that all the time. So we have to learn how to split that up and do intervals of that 90 to 100% maximum heart rate or max VO2. So our body gets more accustomed at that intensity. So isn't that pretty cool? You're learning like right now, it's like, well, God, there's all these scientific programs out there. And that's true. But if we take everything back to specificity, just right there, how long and how hard we're already learning what we have to do if we want to improve that system. So we know we have to go the distance and then we know we have to spend time at the intensity and we know the intensity because it's been studied. And again, it's a red line intensity. So if we understand that about specificity, we don't have to go, oh man, so I saw this 5k plan and I'm running hundred miles a week and I'm doing all this and this. And then us physiologists and coaches look back and go, wow, that's not very specific at all. I mean, you're, you're doing all this volume, which is more than your distance. You're doing all this low intensity, which is lower than what you need. And again, there's other reasons to do low intensity. I get it. It's great for the mind. It's great for the heart. I'm, I'm really more or less talking to you with a specific goal to teach you what specificity is. Okay. Now I'll give you one more example on specificity. Let's take the gym. So we got the Senior Olympics coming up here in a couple weeks, and we're hosting the powerlifting, and so we do deadlift and bench press. And powerlifting means being able to do one rep with your maximum load. That's what powerlifting is. And typically it's the squat, the bench press, and the deadlift. But for the senior games, which is over 50, by the way, so you know that's really not that old, the senior games, we are doing the deadlift and bench press. So let's take sports specificity. That was a hard word to say, right? It really is. Try it. So the bench press, if you want to improve it, you have to bench press. You're like, uh, duh. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people think maybe they could do other things. But that's the easy part. Do you think you could do sets of 15 and 20 and improve your one rep max on the bench? The answer is Yes, in the very, very beginning of doing bench press or whatever exercise you're doing, you're going to build up some strength because you're new to it and everything has to get accustomed to it. And by the way, that's the principle of periodization. So kind of starting out with light weights and getting used to a movement, that's the beginning stages. And then we progress up to greater strength if that's the goal. But anyway, after that point, no, you can't. You're not going to get stronger by doing high reps on the bench press. You are just not. Why? Because sports specificity says you're not. You're going to have to have the appropriate load to improve your strength. And we know that number too. Research shows that you're going to have to train above 85 
and actually 90% of your one rep max to improve your one rep max. And the closer you get to 100%, the more likely you are to improve it. Naturally, specificity says it also has to be in the same form. In other words, you can't be yanking the, the bar off of your chest or just hammering it off your chest and then learn how to pause and do it right in the event. So everything has to be practiced because specificity says you have to be specific to the task at hand. So now we're talking to get stronger using specificity. We have to train really heavy, right? Because 85 to 90% of your one rep max is really heavy, right? So that means if you can bench press 100 pounds, you're going to have to be using 85 and 90 pounds to improve it at the minimum and even closer up to 100% as you get closer. So with that, you again will have a risk of injury, especially if you're not practicing good technique. But specificity doesn't care. Again, that gets into the principle of recuperation and learning how to rest and work and what's the appropriate amount of work. But I'm covering specificity today. So again, we can like say, well, you know, I don't really want to get hurt. So I'm just going to do all these high reps so I don't get hurt. That's great. That's good for your overall health. That's great for your overall fitness. It's not going to help your bench press get stronger because specificity says it's not. So instead, if you've got a goal and that's a, you know, that's a challenging goal, then you're going to have to simply be smart about training heavy with good form and not get hurt and, and practice the principle of recuperation. But the bottom line is I'm teaching you about specificity. We can try to get around it by simply trying to change the format of things, but then specificity says, eh, you're not gonna get there. So everything is a balance, okay? So specificity, to recap, tells us if we want to get better at something, we have to be as specific as we can to the goal. Specific in the muscles used, in the exercises used, in the intensity used, in the training zones used, in the whether it's aerobic or anaerobic, everything has to be as absolutely specific as possible. Challenge it all you want. The principle says go for it because I'm a fact, okay? So that was pretty cool. Tomorrow I'm going to cover, so make sure you tune in, the principle of overload, which is another very cool principle. And I really help, hope this helps you plan your physical fitness because if you're training smart, if you're training with a purpose, you're more likely to reach your goals. So please think about these things. All right, so thank you, thank you, thank you to our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group of Realty Pros. They currently have over $100 million in sales between the two of them. They're absolute hustlers. They really are. They take their job 100% serious. They've been doing this for a very long time. I trust them. I vouch for them. They can be reached at 386-451-2412 and at the Gildan Group. Com. I will put their information in the show notes. Until next time, be max fit and be max wealth.